Welcome. Hello. Welcome to the post-apocalyptic new normal. <laughs> Hello, Kat. How are you, Stella? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually um, better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> That's fantastic. Right? I mean, there's there have been some changes, not just globally, but certainly, you know, we've talked a little bit about what's going on between you and I. Um, obviously, Exodus is still going to be a thing. We are recording right now. We're getting it done. We're <laughs> it to it. We're establishing our new normal routine. Yes. And so that is going to be our topic today is the new normal. And what does that look like for you, Stella? What's your new normal kind of settling into? So um, when all of this kind of went down and, and there was talk of like the the stay-at-home order and, and those things. At first, I was just going to offer video sessions. Now I am exclusively doing video sessions. Great. Um, I had already closed the Uptown office, or that was in, in the works for April 1st. Um, so as you sit on my Uptown office couch right now. Yes, your office looks glorious. Your new thank setup you. here. You have the bookshelf. We have the giant couch. <laughs> I laid down and took some selfies on it earlier. <laughs> Yes, vanity. Look at that sunlight on my face. Stay tuned for those to never be posted. Noted. But so, yeah, I'm working from home uh, exclusively, and I'm just doing video sessions, which has actually been good. Um, I think after the, so two weeks ago on Monday, I had five sessions scheduled and one client showed up. Wow. And that was really scary. That is, especially being a self-made businesswoman, owning a home, all the things. Absolutely. Got the bills. So that was pretty intimidating. That was kind of scary. Second day, five scheduled, two showed up. And by Wednesday, I decided that I was going to do exclusively video sessions and all the clients showed up. So I use DoxyMe, okay. uh, so it's D-O-X-Y dot M-E. Um, it is a video, I mean, a web-based service. It is HIPAA compliant, so it's not like Skype or um, FaceTime where other people own the information. Uh, DoxyMe does if you want them to record the sessions, but usually it'll just be the session that is happening on the on the internet. Um, and then it, it does not record anything. No one else owns it. It's my responsibility to keep track of sessions. Um, and so I, I am able to do that. That sounds fantastic. It's a great, great program. It's really awesome. Um, I've been using it for a while because I have clients in other places um, or a clients that can't show up, mm-hmm. like come into the office. Uh, so it's a great option to be able to do it that way. Um, the other thing is that uh, I know with Magellan, who runs Presbyterian, uh, True Health and New Mexico Health Connections, which are the three insurance companies I use, um, they all, and Melina, um, they all support telehealth. Great. And so um, telehealth specifically is when you have a video and audio of capability to be able to communicate with your clients. Um, so all of that is supported by insurance and they're paying out, which is nice. It's taken a little bit of time for them to adjust to the new codes that we put in for billing telehealth. Um, But my private pay clients also showing up. um, And then I I bill them through PayPal. Great. 
So I'm still getting paid. Clients are showing up. Mental health is being addressed. Which is fantastic and so essential and important right now. Absolutely. Especially we're in a very intense moment. There's a lot of anxiety. A lot, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my new normal. I have my, my home workstation. Um, I have my routine that I've always had. I worked from home two days a week uh, before. So mm-hmm. I had that kind of routine set. Okay. Uh, but now it's five days a week. And so it is important for me to get up. Uh, make my bed like we've talked about yep. our, his, our regular routine um, workout shower and get started so that's been kind of my consistent normal but the difference is that now um, Bill mm-hmm. my ex-husband slash roommate um, is also working from home oh, wow. Full house all day. <laughs> absolutely um, fortunately we do a good job of sharing the space and and not being in each other's way so um, even though it is different, um, it's totally workable and, and a thing. Great. Yeah. That's so what normal. is part of your new normal? So currently I'm on spring break. Okay. But I did sit down and write out a schedule. So we had some direction for our new normal for, for work. So I'm yeah. very fortunate, very, very, very fortunate that I'm still being paid. I'll be working from home. A transition plan sort of has been started for that. So I uh, downloaded the program Zoom. Mm-hmm. And so with that program, you uh, it's that face-to-face video conferencing. I don't know. I'm learning a lot about technology through this. So my new <laughs> normal is very tech-based. Sort yeah. Of. yeah. I'm, I'm getting, yeah, I'm still forgetting that. Um, I'm working on it, but my skills are increasing weekly. So Good. It's not a bad thing. But yeah, so we're going to do Zoom. We're going to be calling families, students, okay. parents. We're going to be trying to get assessment data through the phone. We're going to be talking, you know, to the family, like, what are some resources that you need? And we're going to be providing that information through the phone on phone numbers to call. Awesome. Um, for the helplines here in New Mexico uh, that are serving families. So I know the schools are still open and doing breakfast and lunch services. Mm-hmm. A shout out to all the schools in the community for for helping families to get food and just those those needs, especially if the family is completely out of work at this time. Absolutely. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so that's all going on. So my new normal, I had to sit down and do a routine because I got really depressed. Okay. Okay, I started living in the past of, you know, what was going on a month ago and we were allowed to go to shopping centers and go out to eat <laughs> and go have a beer and I could go to work and I could see my kids and I could interact with my coworkers. And yeah. I could go to the gym and work out. Um, and so all of that has, has changed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in my home for three, four day stretches at a time now, yeah, which um, is totally not normal for you. No, even being an introvert, like there were things that I did, you know, it's still like work, have that interact, those interactions at work mm-hmm. and then go to the gym, recharge at the gym, but be by myself. Cause I don't talk to people at the gym. <laughs> right. But um, even that for you was, it was self care and, and yeah. you were able to have those interactions. And so now you're not doing that. Now I'm not doing that. I've had to figure out this new normal. I've been okay. walking on the Bosky a lot. Good. And so I really am enjoying that. It's awesome. a different form of exercise than I'm used to. More high endurance. It's very slow and meditative. So I'm, I'm finding I'm in my head a lot, processing a lot of things, which has been really good because I did get really depressed because I started focusing too much on what I was missing out on instead yeah. of like how fortunate I am that. I have a job. I got direction on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I think actually the depression started before I got direction on that. So that kind well, of you were off me. a week before this week, right? I've been off for this is week three. 
this is week three. Or week four. I don't know. I've lost time. Track, <laughs> I've lost track of time and space. Well, we... March 18th, I think, was my last day at work. Okay. So and that was two weeks ago. Okay. A little over. Right. So this has just been full and we didn't get guidance, you know, to work from home or what we're doing or what, what things are happening. So everything happened just kind of suddenly. Well, every day was changing. Yeah. And so that anxiety was like, whoa, what is going to happen? what is happening right now what happened an hour ago and so it was a hard time i've been having a rough time since our last podcast yeah to be honest i really had to you know i started these walks and i love that the self-care right Mm -hmm. because my gym time gone so my self-care was gone you know for a whole week and everything is changing by the hour yeah (laughs) i'm not i don't know i stopped making my bed for a few days it was so weird (laughs) so weird so i wrote sat down and wrote myself a schedule okay okay so when I get back to work, you know what that's going to look like. It's going to incorporate a home gym. I did set up a home gym. I've been working on setting that up. So that's up and awesome. going. I used it. I did a practice run through it. It worked. I'm going to get a good workout. Not like the gym, but very good. So it's going to okay. be very self-care oriented. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, new normal. Okay. The new normal. And then the new normal socializing. Yes. Because I need that. Right. And even as an introvert, and certainly for me too, like I have made a point of um, every couple days checking in with my different friend groups. So I've got a text feed with my family, um, my siblings and my daughter. And then I've got the text feed with my girlfriends. Um, and then I've got another set of, of friends that uh, we've decided to set up a virtual happy hour uh, yes. using Zoom also, uh, being able to just kind of be in our own homes and quarantine, yes. but also be able to connect, right? Um, I love that if I'm missing people, if I just send out some good morning texts and and check-ins, then I'm getting that back. So that is also a good way of creating that new normal of staying connected and consistently being able to, to tap into, you know, your friends and their, and that resource. Do you feel like you're uh, interacting more with people now that this is going on than you did before? Like more reaching out and more communication? Um, no, but I, I, I know that when I start getting, um, depressed or, um, not feeling great, I, if I do that, then I get what I need. So that's been a tool that I've used in the past. Um, I'm not connecting more with people, but I think the frequency has increased. Um, and I still have done some one-on-ones with friends. Um, I had a, uh, I have a fire pit in the backyard. And so my neighbor and really good friends uh, came over and, and we had drinks and hung out in the backyard. And so that was nice. nice. <clears throat> you and I are doing this, which is fantastic. Um, I have made more phone calls than I've done. So people I usually text, uh-huh. um, I'll call them on the phone and we'll spend like half an hour kind of talking and chatting and, and catching up. So I think in that way, mm-hmm. um, just doing it differently. Right. Yeah. My I usually have radio silence on the phone yep. all through work. Yeah. So eight hours of my day. Yeah. I'm and you know, a few texts here, a few texts there, but nothing super on my way to work, yes, but then I get there and it's kids and faculty and teachers and kids. But you're getting that social interaction that way. I get way. that social interaction that way. And yeah. Kids pull a lot of your energy and interaction. Yeah. They're so fun and dynamic and they have all kinds of stuff going on. And <laughs> they do, they're hilarious. I miss 
them. Yeah, I bet. So now I've replaced what I would get at work with, you know, the WhatsApp and the this and the that and the Snapchat and the more conversation. I've noticed I'm talking to people that I don't usually talk to unless I see them in person, like okay. for like a girl's night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking to those individuals on a more one-on-one basis. So it's really nice, like yeah. making these like connections and reaching out more and having that. But it's also very tiring. Yep, it's tiring it's in a different way, tiring right? In a different way for me because I'm not used to checking my phone all the time and having so much screen time and texting so much and having to concentrate and focus on a text. I'm much better at video chatting. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. But that'll be a nice tool that you'll be able to use. Absolutely. That's, I think, a really good way. So one of the things I wanted to kind of discuss as we talk about the new normal is ways of integrating um, a different mindset or seeking out the positive. So what I heard you say earlier is that when you were starting to get depressed, part of what you were focusing on was that kind of fear of missing out or Mm -hmm. the things that you were doing, let's say a month ago that you're not doing now. I think one of the ways to, to avoid that or to look at it directly and work through it is, um, reevaluating. So when that negative thought pattern comes up of, oh, I I can't do this thing, right? I can't go shopping. I can't go to the gym. I can't go and have dinner out with my family. Um, it's really easy to go down that rabbit hole of negativity. Um, and so part of the way to shift that and to, to, reframe it, if you will, is to kind of say, okay, but what can I do? Right. Right. So what I can do is I can set up a video chat with my friends. What I can do is support local business, get the food that I really enjoy and bring it home or have it delivered. Um, what I can do is go for a walk. Yes. I'm used to going to the gym, but if I go for a walk outside, one, I'm getting fresh air Two, I'm getting vitamin D and three, I'm still able to do that mindful processing. I got to my place where I got out of my funk. Yeah. Like was when I was walking, I could finally like, start processing and unhinging. I just often like just cried. Yeah. Feelings out there on the trail. But I was like, wow, I am being really, really self-important right now. Okay. Like I'm thinking of all these things I can't do, and there are people in like the hospital and they're and they're dying. Yep. You know, they're on ventilators. There's people that are sick that know when they go to the hospital, there won't be equipment there to service them. Or their families can't be there to support them. Can't hold their hand, can't be there. I am so fortunate right now. I, you know, my living situation is one in which I'm taking care of, I'm taking care of and provided for if my, if my job were to go away. I am fortunate that I still have my job and that guidance came out and now we know what we're doing or we're working from home. I know I'm going to be being paid. Yep. This is fantastic. Like there are people that are without jobs that are waiting for their unemployment to come through that aren't sure if they're going to get the stimulus check. There's all sorts of things going on. So yeah, I had to reframe. I had to think of all the things that I do have. I love that. And love like how supported I actually am and how I set myself up also to be supported. And the reason I say I'm financially set, I have six months worth of finances set aside. So even if I were to lose my job, let's go down that rabbit hole. It's okay. Like, so I had to really ground myself in reality. Yes. This is my reality. Mm -hmm. This is what is true. These are the things that are solid and true. And for right now, these are, these are what I, where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Now what can I do now to help my community? What Mm -hmm. can I do? So I thought about, you know, putting that Craigslist ad out to help people with resumes. Yep. Because I'm missing that. Like, I'm missing supporting my community. Yeah. And I'm in a place where I can support my community. 
Sure. So yeah, it's reframe, grounding, finding all those things that are going right. Yes. And then being like, this is how I'll change the things that I miss and that I need. And this only I have the power to do this. Absolutely. What I love about what I'm hearing with clients is that they are finding that gratitude of what is actually going well. Absolutely. We're going to go down the rabbit hole of what's not happening, right? There's right. lots of things that aren't happening. Well, we talked about that when we talked about grief and loss and uh-huh. denial and acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Go back to our prior podcast. Absolutely. And that anxiety piece of I don't know and the unknown, the novelty of the situation feels very uncomfortable because we, we don't know how to predict it. Right. That's where you go back to grounding and you go, okay, but what do I, what do I have? What do I have right now? Are my needs met, right? Do I have a roof over my head? Do I have food in the refrigerator? Um, do I have my family around me? And if it's not your family, the, the family you choose, do I have my friends? Do I have that support? If I'm missing that, how do I get it? Right. right? We live in a great time of technology. So we can use something like Zoom um, or Doximi or, or any of the video services to be able to face-to-face connect, right. even if we're not in the same place, right? Exactly. I think that recognizing that right now, hopefully, you know, we aren't going to be kicked out of our homes. We're not going to lose our power or our water. Uh, right now, the, the community is coming together to inform us as things are happening. That being said, I don't think that spending a whole lot of time watching the news is going to help you. Right. So if, if you want to check maybe once a day, where are the numbers? You know, if I need information, looking for specific information, like where's a testing site? Um, where's, do, a food bank? where's a food bank? Where are the um, schools distributing food? Right. All of that information is ubiquitously available. You just have to know where to look. Absolutely. It's helpful, like especially the employment topic. Absolutely. How do you apply for the unemployment? I've heard that can be very confusing, but familiarizing yourself with that website. I'm also hearing that clients, though, they get frustrated, maybe the first or second attempt. If they just get to it, it it goes through. And then once that happens, then you can take a deep breath and go, okay, that's covered, right? So if you're setting a routine, but also setting a to-do list that's manageable, then you can start to create some predictive behavior that then feels like a normal in this kind of novel and foreign situation. So I love the idea of setting a routine. And I have to say that for some, a lot of people who are now at home, um, that's hard to do because it feels like, well, I just, I'm going to Netflix the whole time. Uh, which is great, and there are lots of interesting things on Netflix. I've done it twice now. (laughs) Hashtag Tiger King. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have fallen down that rabbit hole as well, um, but I'm only two episodes in, so it's fine. Um, But also scheduling some other time to connect with people, right? Right. So make some phone calls um, to go outside. I think that one of the things that we feel so encumbered by is that we are trapped in our homes. Right. We don't have to be. Um, obviously, keep social interaction to a minimum, right. but go outside. Right. And if you're in a neighborhood, if you don't feel comfortable walking in your neighborhood, you can drive. Get in the car. Yep. You know. Go for a drive, you know, to. Find a park. Go to the Bosque. Go to the foothills. There's tons of beautiful places. We're really fortunate. You know, we're not in a city. 
Yeah. You know, where we had just have to walk on the streets and walk on the roads. You know, we, we have a lot lots of, of trails, lots of, yeah, absolutely. Ride your bike. Yes. Even just sitting out in the sun and just feeling that on your body. Yeah. So really, helpful. So helpful. So good. Get that vitamin D. Absolutely. I do love that you said ride your bike because you, <laughs> I put that out there one time and you were like, I don't ride bikes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but other people can. I feel like that's fair. Yes. I think that other people can. Like, I don't do it. Right, obviously. That's well, not my thing. <laughs> so setting a routine is important. Um, also, at a normal time. Yeah, so in really encouraging a regular sleep pattern mm-hmm. because I think that's one of the things that is the first thing to fall off when we don't have to go to work. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> I stay up until like midnight now. And yeah, you used well, to do that before I did. when you were depressed or you weren't feeling good. Right. That insomnia of let me stay up and try to solve all these problems for myself because that's what I'm done right now when I should be sleeping. Which um, is unrealistic and not helpful. Exactly. So cut it out. But yeah, now I'm like, well, I can sleep late. I can stay up late. I can. Yeah. Another thing is the screen time. Yeah. That's what's driving my sleep pattern to going to hell in a handbasket. So this little monster, I'm holding my cell phone right now, is going to go charging in another room at night. Because I love it. I just got to cut myself off. I did read a book. I started reading a book. Look at you. I know, because my brain was being fried by all this screen time. Right? I was like, I got to step away. And I'd already gone on a walk. Uh-huh. But then it was like straight back to the cell phone. I needed to unhinge. Well, it's been great for... Reaching out and for interacting, sure. I just have been spending too much time on YouTube. And so I think that's an important thing to recognize too, because I was talking to a client, um, I think it was yesterday. Anytime we do anything to excess, it's a problem. So finding the balance of, you know, screen time or outside or sleep or TV or whatever, doing everything in moderation. And I know that that sounds like everybody says do everything in moderation, but really kind of figuring out what works best for your body, what works best for your mental health, what works best for your emotionality is to find the balance in all of those things. And so you're not doing any one thing to excess. There's all these memes of people eating all their, all their coronavirus snacks or their quarantine (laughs) snacks at one time. And I'm not going to say that I haven't been guilty. I did buy $20 worth of candy before, um, you know, the, the quarantine order came down. Uh, that being said, I put everything in the freezer. Nice. And I did not eat all of it. Oh, I would have been gone. I have been, I just go see what's in the fridge now. I have this behavior now of going and I'm like, look at all the stuff in the fridge. And I'm like, am I hungry? No, I'm not. That's weird. And Good. Then, and then closing, but I have to ask myself that because I check it like twice an hour. Okay. So it's, these weird behavioral patterns of being home. Yes. As just being home. I'm not used to that as my like all day environment. I'm used to, I go home to sleep, to bathe and you know. Yeah. To do, I remember your, was it Monday night or Wednesday routine where you would like do your laundry and do all of those things. Monday laundry night. Three Monday laundry. Three Mondays in a row that has not gone away. But those are the things that you have to pay attention to. What were you doing before this? Exactly. And then how do you incorporate those healthy behaviors? Into this new normal. Exactly. Because this is the new normal, at least for the next 30 days. So we have at least four more weeks of this. Absolutely. And so finding 
One, the gratitude, right? What do I know to be true? My needs are being met. Hopefully your needs are being met. If they're not, how do I meet them? Write those to-do lists down. Mm-hmm. Like actually write it down because when it's scrambling around in your head, it can feel very daunting and overwhelming and like spaghetti. And that's that anxiety piece where you're kind of processing everything in your head. So I think it's always a good idea to write it down, yes. get it out of your body. Yes. And then in a concrete way, it gives you a way to attack it step by step, as opposed to just kind of ruminating in your head. Absolutely. Line item this. So writing down your gratitude stuff, yep. writing down your needs, right. and then writing down a plan. Yep. Right? Yeah. Identifying what needs to be in that plan. Absolutely. And so um, it's interesting when I was uh, having the fire with Jasmine, we were talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Right. And so the bottom one is security and safety. And so as long as that's met, and I think that's where kind of people were panicking and buying a bunch of things, toilet paper, Um, (laughs) doesn't make any sense. Um, Once you recognize my safety and security needs are met, then what's my next one? Right. Is it education? Is it is it learning? Is it um, do I need to update my resume? Right. Do I need to look at my job skills? Do I need to figure out a different way of making money? Right. Am I going to go back to work? Yes, you will go back to work. If you've been laid off, you will. One of the most proactive things you can do right now in this time, mm-hmm. update your resume. Absolutely. Update what are your resume. skills? What What are things that you know that you're good at? Right. Right. Do you want to go back? And then reflect, do you want to go back to that same kind of employment? Were you happy there? Yeah. Because there's going to be a shorter quarter of openings when everything does open and people are able to rehire and restaff up. There's yeah. going to be a lot of opportunity and options out there. So it might be positive here, time for career change when you're going back into the workforce. Absolutely. Because you've had time to sit and think about your skills. One of the other things to really start to look at is now that we're in our homes and in our own spaces, we it's a really good time to take inventory of what we have what we need and what we don't need, right? right? And so if you haven't had an opportunity to clean out your closet or clean out your drawers, now's a good time to do that. That was a three and a half day project for me. Okay. I did closet, I did bedroom, I did bathroom, I did office. Mm-hmm. And I did it hard, like on a hard Like purge, a full on purge? clean, deep clean, reorganize, all my shelves are redecorated, like a deep redecoration. I emptied out five bags Wow. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. It's all going to the APS clothing bank. Very cool. So if you do this, you like to donate your clothes. Children come in all shapes and sizes, not just kids' clothes. Teenagers too. And young adults. uh, Albuquerque Public Schools does have a clothing bank. We'd appreciate the donation. So make sure that you wash those items. And um, when you're ready to donate them, one of the challenges is that right now, like the boys and girls um, green boxes that you find all over, those are closed. The uh, Goodwill facility is closed, but it will reopen. And when it does, that's yeah. a great opportunity to kind of uh, purge and get rid of the things that you're no longer that no longer serve a purpose in your life. Yeah, they don't suit you anymore. Absolutely. Um, one of the my girlfriends talked about this time being an opportunity to kind of go within ourselves and figure out what our values are and re-evaluating uh, what's important to us. Yeah. Because when we were so distracted by going to shopping centers or 
um, you know, being able to go to a movie or go out to dinner or whatever, a lot of times people were distracting themselves and not looking inside. Sometimes that's really scary to do. And hard. Absolutely. But this is an opportunity to do that so that when life starts over and when we can get back to doing things, we get to decide who we want to spend our time with and how we want to spend our time. Absolutely. And so this is also an opportunity in this new normal to evaluate what serves us and what doesn't anymore. It's super important to, to have these pauses in life mm -hmm. to then do that. And it comes from grief. Right. It comes from loss. But then it also comes as an opportunity to, to really kind of refocus on what's important. Right. Um, I can imagine I'm super grateful that I don't have school-aged children at home. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sherlock, parents are right now. Because <laughs> that can feel really overwhelming. Absolutely. But, you know, you have this opportunity to show them how to self-soothe, right. how to calm themselves down, how to evaluate what's important. Um, and so really showing them how to go through and, and get rid of things that no longer serve them. Right. And and to connect with them on a different level. I think oftentimes we're so busy with these lives that we feel like are so important. And so now, even though all of that is important, it may not be as important as it was, say, two months ago. Right. And that's where the new normal, you get to define what it looks like. Absolutely. And you get to decide how you want to be going forward. <laughs> all right so i think we hit all of the things this is going to be a shorter episode um but we definitely wanted to have an opportunity to talk about kind of those tips to be able to work through this challenging time um addressing the grief addressing the loss um but also reevaluating what's important and prioritizing using this time not just to paint the garage door not just organize your closet, but to organize yourself, Absolutely. your heart, your mind, your priorities. And reaching out, mm -hmm, reaching out to your community, to your people, um, checking in on the friends that you haven't heard from in a while, um, and really kind of going inside yourself to make yourself a priority. Love it. I love it too. All right, that is our episode today. We are X to the Zennial, the letter X, the number two, T-H-E-X-E-N-N-I-A-L at Gmail. If you want to get a hold of us, you can also reach us on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Stay okay. safe out there. Be well. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Wash